Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello and welcome back to The Princess and the Bee. As always, take a hot second of gratitude to thank yourself for choosing content that uplifts, inspires, and uplevels you with loving challenges to step into that next level version of you, to step into your full potential. And that's why today I am so excited because I've been working with, I, I generally work with Enneagram 3s. Like, I'll just put it out there, Enneagram 3s, as an Enneagram 8, uh, who is the challenger, I am your gal, I am normally your coach. <laughs> like That's just who I am. Um, and the Enneagram 3s, if you're not familiar with the Enneagram test, the Enneagram is a personality test that I use in my coaching practice, as well as Myers-Briggs and the bank uh, sales methodology. Those three, plus the five love languages, are the ones that really uh, guide me as to how clients think and process information and how they how they operate and how they show up in the world. And with the Enneagram, with the Enneagram threes, the Enneagram three is the achiever and a common denominator. And and feel out if this is you. A common denominator between the Enneagram threes is that they seek external validation for their ideas for their existence, for their growth, for making sure that they're on the right path. A lot of times Enneagram 3s can be easy, easy people pleasers because they want to, their achieving can be a form of pleasing other people. And if you're seeking external validation, then by pleasing people, then that means that you're going to get that validation that you that, from them that you've pleased them. The problem is, is that that's not necessarily the best compass for driving your growth because other people are not you. Only you, in your heart, in your soul, in your gut, in your brain, when all of those are aligned, only you know what is best for you. Only you know, and you and your higher self know how to step into that next level version. So if you're going around seeking external validation from other people, in order to please them, in order to to gain those words of affirmation or whatever it is you're looking to gain from that, then it's going to steer you outside of actually who you are inside. Because when you really tap into that full, authentic, 100% you version of you, you're not going to please everybody. And, and that's okay. That's really okay. The thing is, is that also the problem with seeking external validation is that sometimes we can use suffering as a form of validation. As my yoga teacher says to me, you don't get extra credit for suffering. 
you don't get extra credit for suffering. But so often when we're in the middle of a struggle or a challenge or hardships, what do we do? We tend to talk about it. And sometimes talking about it gets us the acknowledgement, one of the Trojan horses that I talk about in my book, Mindful Meals. Um, and I believe there I did a podcast on it recording that chapter, that acknowledgement and connection, it gets us that acknowledgement and connection. So it gets us that external validation that we're craving. The problem is, is that if you're craving that external validation, what are you going to attract into your life? You're going to attract more suffering. You're going to attract more hardship. You're going to attract more challenge into your life because if you're getting credit from other people that you are suffering enough or you're struggling enough to then achieve your goals, well, you're going to attract more suffering, more challenges, more hardship on the path to achieving your goals. Why not just instead believe in yourself decide that you're just going to achieve your goals easily and effortlessly. And yes, you'll face challenges, but you know, it's just like any other challenge. You just do it and you, you move on. I commonly use my birthing story as a metaphor for pretty much everything. Because when I was pregnant with Declan, I had my goal, my intention, my, my, my desire was to give birth naturally in water, surrounded by midwives, in this beautiful birthing center that had chandeliers. It was perfect. Um, It was amazing. The thing was, was that along my journey, I ran into a couple complications. Um, Initially, I had placenta previa, which is where your placenta blocks your cervix. And for all of you guys listening, I know this is really, you know, sexy talk for you. <laughs> so, but where your placenta blocks your cervix. And so if you give birth naturally, you can die. <laughs> like you can bleed out. Um, and that that is a problem and a complication for someone who wants to give birth naturally. The thing is, is that I got um, doctors validating the opposite of what I wanted to do. They didn't, they weren't validating me for wanting to give birth naturally. My midwives were. They said, oh, placentas move. But the doctors that I was working with, they were not giving me the validation. They were actually saying, yeah, you you have a 50-50 shot of being able to, to move it. The thing was, was that I didn't use that as like, oh my gosh, woe is me. Here's my big challenge. Here's my big thing. Let me post it on Facebook about all the challenges I'm facing. Let me talk about all this suffering. And I had this goal and this dream and this thing and oh, ah, and then give spew out all this drama. What I did was I looked at the doctor. I said, give me my, give me my percentage. How often does a, pl- does a placenta move? He said, 50-50. I said, great. I've got a 50% shot. I will take those odds. And so I meditated. I took some um, natural Chinese herbs as recommended by my midwives. Um, I took some, I, I prayed. I, and I focused and I had conversations with Declan. And I just said, hey, dude, like, here are all the reasons why I believe that it is best that you're born naturally. Um, here's what we need to do together. And that was our first team project. <laughs> like, that was our first team project. But I was focused on the solution. The solution was moving it. Not the 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 solution was was moving the placenta and getting it out of the way so I can give birth naturally. Now, 
whether consciously or unconsciously, I did that intentionally. Like, you can decide that. But I was event- I was able to give birth naturally. And the thing is, is that I was focused in that scenario on the solution of just like, okay, here's a challenge. Here's my goal. I'm. It makes me no less capable of achieving my goal. It's just a challenge. It's like if you have, if you're driving on a road trip and your desire is to get from Los Angeles to Texas. I just came from Texas. So let's just say Texas. And your desire is to go from, uh, do a Southwest road trip from Los Angeles to Austin, Texas, and you want to get to Austin, Texas, and you end up having a flat tire in Arizona. When you get that flat tire in Arizona, what do you do? Do you say, oh my gosh, I need to totally turn around and go back to the beginning. This is not happening. I'm not going to get to Austin. Or do you just get the flat tire fixed, find a solution, find a nice tire shop, get your tires fixed, buy new tires, and then you go about your merry way and you get to your destination. The thing is, is that so often, if the problem with seeking external validation for your creative ideas, for your desires, for your goals, is that if you're seeking that external validation, that sometimes you're going to have opposing arguments. You won't be able to please everybody. You're going to have people that oppose you. Some people who say, oh, you should probably get back to LA. Oh, you should probably not give birth naturally. Oh, you should probably not go for that goal, that dream, because um, it just seems un- unrealistic. You're you're not going to always get it. Does that deter you from actually going for it? Does that deter you from moving forward? And does the getting a flat tire midway towards your goal does the obstacle or challenge because that's the thing challenges and obstacles will arise it is not an if it is a win like they will arise as you're going toward any goal that's why I call them labor pains you will have contractions you will have you will have contractions no matter in 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 any area of your life whether you're working on your body on getting your body better you're going to have some contractions maybe it's muscle soreness like my ass is so sore from the hike that I did yesterday <gasps> like spike and I did a 6 mile hike and I was I was sore it was a challenge to get over that soreness cuz I had some butt muscles that had not been worked in a while and they were sore but I worked through it and it was a challenge I still kept going. The thing is, is that if I had been seeking external validation for it in the form, Spike may have wanted to turn around. He probably wouldn't have. We were when we set an intention to to do something, we're pretty solid on moving forward. But you don't get extra credit for suffering. So when I was feeling those those little pains in my butt while climbing up a big ass mountain. I was like, whew, okay, all right. There, I'm feeling it, but I wasn't turning it into suffering. There is a massive difference between struggle and suffering. My mentor, Brendan Bouchard, says honor the struggle. There is a reason why he doesn't say honor the suffering. Suffering is a choice. Suffering is a, a choice that in some way provides you one or all of the three Trojan horses of safety, control or acknowledgement and connection. It provides maybe safety. Maybe you're just used to the suffering. 
I gotta say, grow up for for me, growing up in an addict household, I was used to the the suffering of never really having a solid foundation, of not of not really knowing how my dad was gonna show up. So I, my foundation, I was used to being on this roller coaster. So I I unconsciously created roller coasters in my life without a solid foundation. Fortunately, in my marriage to Spike, like we cut that shit out quite quickly. Um, but that's the thing is, is I unconsciously created extra suffering because I believed that I needed that validation of suffering, of doing the hard work. And I use that in quotation marks of, of working hard, of, of really struggling in order to get to that, that goal or that thing that I desired and wanted. The thing is, is that why my birth story is such an inspiration for me was that I didn't allow the struggle or the suffering to take the front seat. When my doctor told me I probably wouldn't be able to, uh, it it was a 50-50 shot of me being able to give birth naturally, I said, great. I believed in my 50% that I would. And then I took that 50% to 100%. But I wasn't blasting out and, and, and focusing on the suffering of, oh, woe is me. Here's all the drama of all the things. I was focusing on the solution. So there's two things to bring you from that place of if you, if you believe, if you've had that belief, if you've been struggling with a belief like I was for years, that suffering is a form of validation and that you need that validation to in essence be and make it enough for you to have the success that you want in whatever area of your life that you want it there are two things to move you forward and out of that belief because that belief is no longer going to serve you it is not going to get you um, to where you want to be because what got you here will not get you there so that belief got you this far and if you if you are finding that that is a belief that is holding you back, that you are seeking validation, maybe I mean, and validation can come in the form of acknowledgement. So let's say it's you're getting validation and connection from sharing about your suffering, sharing about your struggles with weight loss, sharing about your struggles financially, sharing about like, oh my gosh, here's like, here's all the big drama that's going on. Like, and then that gives you that validation. It commonly gives you that validation of connection. Sometimes it gives you that, that validation or that Trojan horse, as I call it, of the secondary gain of connection in a positive way way where you have you spout out the drama of like oh my gosh I just need one client like oh my god where is my one client and then your friends pipe in they're like I believe in you I think you can do it and you're like thank you friends because that's getting you validation do you see so it's even though you're focusing on the drama by you focusing on the suffering of whatever challenge you're focusing on It's allowing you to get validation and acknowledgement from other people about how hard you're working, about how how much of a struggle it is to be an entrepreneur or how much of a struggle it is to get your body back to where you want it to be or how much of how hard it is to find a relationship. So my question to you is, are you getting validation 
for your suffering, for the challenge that you're in. And here's how to reprogram that. So first, focus on the solution. The suffering is not the solution. The struggle is not the solution. You may be in the struggle. You may be in the thick of the struggle. You may be pushing forward every day and you may, you may feel like it's suffering and hard and it scares you. The thing is, is that none of that is the solution. So keep your mind focused on the end destination. Because a goal really is a destination to come from. So when you see yourself as one who has already achieved it, whose success is inevitable in whatever it, it goal you are working towards currently, then of course it's going to happen. You're coming from it. You're not moving toward it. If you're coming from it, then you think and act as if it's already done. So you focus on that solution because that solution is the only solution. And of course, it's going to happen that way. Of course, it's going to be accomplished. So it's laser focusing on that solution and on that version of you who already is, does, and has the thing that you desire. When I was going through the the few complications I had with my pregnancy, I still focused on that person, on those moments of me holding my son, on that moment of me climbing the staircase to my birthing center, of me in the tub giving birth to my child. Like I saw those moments. I saw vividly my husband holding my son on his chest and while I was, you know, getting taken care of by my midwives after giving birth. Like that is, I saw those. And your unconscious mind, it does not know the difference between something that is viv- actually happened and something that is vividly imagined. So the more clear you can make that picture of the solution, of the thing that you're working toward, of the successful outcome of your event, of the successful speech that you give, of the finished production of your movie or your TV show that you're working on, of your first of, of what it feels like to actually have and work with uh, a handful of clients on a daily basis in your coaching practice, of what it feels like to be putting on events once a month, every single month, or once a week, every single week. When you focus on that feeling, on that solution of what that feels like, and then you envision and you play with your imagination of like, what will that experience be like? Imagine yourself already in the, in the solution, not in the struggle, not in the suffering. When I was doing my meditations to move my placenta, I was not focusing on, oh my gosh, I'm focusing on moving my placenta. I was focusing on already having the solution. I was focusing on already giving birth to Declan naturally in the, in the birthing center. I was focused on that. That was my focus, not the current struggle that I was in. I was focused on the end result of what I was working toward. The second thing to move your desire for validation 
back inside and to stop using suffering as validation is your why has got to be freaking massive. Your why for doing what you do has to be greater than your fear. Your belief, your desire, your dream has to be bigger than your fear. A lot of times we seek external validation because we fear that we're not good enough. It stems back from that belief time and time again. I have seen it with so many clients. And the thing is, is that that fear, that limiting belief that you are not good enough and thus you seek other people to validate how good you are, that can only be combated by your why being so freaking powerful and you know without a doubt that that why was placed in your heart for a reason and maybe you aren't 100% clear on, on the overall reason as to why that is, but you know that you're still going for it and you know that that why is important. So to circle back to my awesome birthing metaphor, my why was Declan. I did not know. I I knew the scientific benefits of him being born naturally. I didn't know in the grand scheme of things why it would be so important. But I know now after having him many things and I am continuously grateful for making that choice. As our lives have unfolded, I have seen why that choice was the best choice that I could have made. It was a choice totally from higher consciousness. My why was so much bigger than my fear. My why of giving birth naturally. I also, my why for me, for my own recovery, for my own healing. That was, that, that why was so pivotal that I knew I would not use my suffering as an excuse for my son. Like I wouldn't. My son has been the catalyst in my life to live with no excuses. So in order to stop seeking extra credit for suffering, it's about validating yourself. It's about validating that your why that your desire is enough. Like you simply having the desire in your heart to have fame, have money, have a family, have have children, have a husband, have a partner, have a business. Your your desire is is enough. And nobody needs to validate that. That has already been validated by the universe, by God, by source, giving you that inspiration. That's all the validation you need. It's, but, it, but that means that you have to then lean into faith. You have to lean into faith that that's going to happen, that that desire was placed in your heart for a reason. And maybe you're not 100% crystal clear on all all of the reasons as to why that reason is, but maybe there are definitely some signs. Like I was not 100% crystal clear as to why the reason was that I wanted to give give birth. I didn't know what that would cause in the trajectory 
of Declan's life, of of what that would allow for him to do or uh, how it would allow him to be. But I have seen in the two years that he has been a part of my world outside of my uterus, uh, outside of that, in the two years, I have seen him be so healthy. He very rarely ever gets sick. Like he's only been sick, I think, twice and very like not he's not running nose all the time. He he is very rarely ever sick. And I see that especially and with us traveling, he's a travel pro still doesn't get sick on airplanes like it's just he has a stronger immune system because of that. And that is the best why that I could have. And I knew on on like a scientific level to some degree, but really feeling it, seeing it and experiencing it and seeing how healthy and vibrant he is, like that to me is everything. And sometimes we're not 100% in touch with what that is when we're in the middle of it. But you do know some reasons as to why that was placed in your heart. Like you can look back on your life and I am sure you can find one to five to maybe even 10 experiences that trained you for that desire that you have currently stirring inside of you right now. Like my desire to teach Pilates 12 years ago. (laughs) It's it's getting the time frame. The timeline is getting longer and longer. Um, My desire to teach Pilates, I knew that was something that I needed to do. That provided me with a foundation of learning coaching, of learning sensory acuity, of being able to detect the small infinitesimal micro muscle movements that I can now tell in my clients' faces when they're approaching a breakthrough. It gave me a training ground of working with people. It gave it also pulled me out into a different environment where I was able to experience on a regular basis different how different people live. Cuz so often we can get very myopic in our thinking of thinking that oh everybody thinks this way, everybody is this way. No, everybody is not. And so it's your job to explore other options. And so I encourage you to explore the option of what if success was easy? What if achieving your goals was easy? What if you accepted challenge and were like, of course a challenge is going to happen. Of course it happened. And you know what? It doesn't sway my faith. What if you operated with that level of belief so that no longer are you searching to people please others by seeking their validation, but instead you are pleasing yourself because you are consistently validating your connection with your highest and best self, that version of you who has, does, and is everything that you desire. You're constantly validating that that connection is more real than anything else and that that is how you manifest your desires. That is how you manifest what it is that you want in your life. So I ask you, is the belief of 
getting extra credit for suffering worth it? I don't think so. When I ditched that belief, and I still see it pop up in other areas, of, like from time to time, I'm like, oh, there's that old belief that I used to think, oh, okay, cool. It's still working its way out. Awesome. But I recognize it. I'm like, oh, I was using this as a validation for suffering. No, that's not necessary. Thank you. New belief, choosing faith, choosing vision, choosing my goals, choosing my dreams. So I ask you, let me know on Instagram if this episode was of value to you. Have you been seeking extra credit for the suffering and the hard work and the hardships that you've gone through rather than just accepting that those things happened or that you're in the middle of a challenge and that that's not going to sway you from your goal because you're a badass. You're going to go for it. You're achieving your goals regardless. Your success is inevitable. Of course, you're going to achieve your goals, no matter what challenges you face, no matter how many times you fall down. Of course, you're going to achieve your dreams. Of course. When you have that level of faith, that is when you can move mountains. So, Tell me what you loved about this episode on the interwebs. You can comment on, you can leave a comment or leave a review on iTunes. You can take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on Instagram at crownyourselfnow and at kimberly.spencer. So if you love this episode, please let us know. If you found massive value in this, please let us know. Because I do believe that seeking external validation is one of the crutches that needs to be eliminated in order for you to run entirely free, in order for you to just kick that crutch off and just run like the wind towards your dream in full faith that, of course, it's happening and you take that chance because it will turn into something incredible, magical. When I stop seeking external validation, thanks to my son, when I wasn't looking to the doctors for validation, when I wasn't looking to others to validate my suffering of like, oh, woe is me, here's my placenta blocking and all the challenges that I was facing. When I instead just said, okay, Declan, it's you and me. We're going for our goal. This is our goal. These are the reasons why I believe it's most important as your mom. You know, you have to listen. And we're doing this. We're moving forward in full faith and with full vision that this is happening. And we're just going to take the necessary steps one step at a time to overcome this challenge together. And if you'd like some extra support in overcoming a challenge together, then I encourage you to sign up for a one-on-one 90-minute consult with me for high performance for business leaders. I am super excited to work with you. If you are a business leader or you are looking to start a business and you, or if you have a business and you want to step up your game, let's chat, let's dive in, let's go deep, and let's step you into your 
full potential as the queen you were orking that you were born to be. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.